Okay, now we've got to do the whole intro again. Yeah, I've got it, I've got it. <laughs> okay. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. Um, episode four? No, episode five. five. Damn, we've got quite a few. And we thought that we'd share our testimonies with you guys. Yeah, so we're going to do part one, Mia's testimony, part two, my testimony. Um, just literally like to get to know us, I guess, as people, because although we can come on here and like talk about God and like, you know, have that platform, we're, st- we're literally normal people yeah. who have been through things, like you guys have been through things. Um, so just knowing that journey, I guess, is kind of helpful. Um, and hopefully it can bring some of you guys to that freedom as well. So yeah, we're going to kickstart with Mia's testimony. How you feeling? I'm feeling... Be real. Not... Okay, I'm feeling nervous. Yeah, because this is our <laughs> second take. <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> um, it's okay vulnerability come on yeah yeah i just think yeah the things that you're gonna say like people watching it they've probably been through similar things mm. and they they're gonna learn things from your life and god's gonna like god's gonna use your story to have an impact on theirs true so don't let the devil put fear into you mm. <laughs> amen amen okay <clears throat> starting off i'm gonna be the question person for this episode for the first half for the first half <laughs> um tell us what it was like growing up primary school secondary school all of that your family all of that so growing up i was the only child mm-hmm. until 2015 when my brother was born so for a good 12 years it was just me and my parents so growing up it was quite lonely in the sense of like most of my friends had siblings and me being the only child but on the other hand you kind of got everything you want yeah kind only of. Chil- like only child <laughs> syndrome is a real thing yeah life was actually sweet <laughs> spoiled <laughs> spoiled but because um we're both quite spoiled people we're like no i want to be this way <laughs> main character but yeah. um i went to a church of england primary school mm-hmm. so i didn't sorry go back i didn't grow up in a religious household so i never went to church with like my parents growing up yeah um we wouldn't do stuff like pray at a table type of thing <laughs> Um, but you they, say that like it's like a foreign thing, like no, but like tables type of thing. I love it. Wasn't praying. Normal, yeah, it yeah. wasn't my norm. Yeah, but they believed in God, but they didn't exercise Christianity basically. Mm-hmm. But I went to a Church of England primary school, and I believed that that was fundamental in planting the seed of salvation in my walking journey yeah. with God now. Because like we learn about Christ, we learn about God being the creator of the universe. Mm. I went to church with primary school, so it was like. God was my norm at school, but when I would come home, yeah, like, God, I don't want to say God wasn't my norm, but he it actually wasn't, wasn't just a part of your yeah. home life. No, I hear that. And then what about secondary? Lost my faith with God because there was no, like, there was no structure as primary school had, like, going to church, mm. him practice every day type of thing. Mm. So I was literally just consumed by social media, by trying to fit in by trying to seek my purpose in the world Mm. rather than seeking after God. Yeah. But I say this, but I knew God's hand was on me me the Mm. whole time. Because, like like I said, I believed in him, but I just wasn't living living for him. And was there anything that, like, before coming to Christ, that was, like, a big sort of, like, this is what's going on? Because you know a lot of people might be struggling with something really big, and then when they come to Christ, it's, like, the freedom moment. Was there anything like that kicking off in your life or is it just a smooth transition? No, I'd say like 
I always wanted like a teenage fantasy and like mm-hmm. I would idolize like a relationship or seeking male validation type of thing. Mm-hmm. So it was like beauty standards, feeling the pressure to fit in and like dress a certain way or yeah. act a certain way. It was actually like that was all rooted through my desire to get like male attention type of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like I wasn't really living for self. Yeah. I was living for the approval of others. So yeah, battling with that, then coming to uni, it was like I, I can't explain coming to uni. It was just like not to toot my own horn, but it was like <laughs> attention that I never got before. Mm. So it's like you kind of lose yourself and you lose your head because oh, it's like that. rah, people actually out there do what find you? you pretty or mm. do want you type of thing. So you kind of lose your head and do stuff that you never would have pictured you doing, mm. and then. No, and then was there, like, how did you, like, feel when you were, like, living that lifestyle? I was trying to fill a void mm. that now I know only Christ could have filled. But it's like going to parties, drinking, like, smoking weed, like, doing stuff just, like, me, myself, <laughs> back in secondary would be like, you're never going to do, do this. It, but yeah. coming to uni, like, you just lose your head. So mm. I'm doing stuff, like, of the world. My whole perspective was just on money, was on having the latest clothes or the latest shoes type of thing. Like, I really was just living for the world. And I was trying to feel worldly. I was trying to please my flesh with worldly desires rather Mm. than with God. That's the thing, like, I feel like a lot of people do struggle with, like, being a Christian, but then also having these desires which aren't from God. And it's Mm. like, a lot of people call themselves a Christian not to add anyone, but like a lot of people call themselves a Christian, but they're still seeking validation from guys, or they're still bunning a zoo, or like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just, yeah, I hear that. And so then what was like the pivotal moment, unless there was like anything before that as well that you want to talk about? No, I started making like TikToks about God. Mm. Like one night, it was like 1am, and I was at home. <laughs> and like, I just got that urge to just spread the gospel, because like I was seeing it on my For You page. Okay. Just like Christian TikToks, and I was like, rah, like, I actually shouldn't be silent about, like, my faith and my belief in God. So, was sorry, but was you, like, believing in God before, like, so you believed in God, but why are you... I wasn't living for him. So, when you weren't living for him, did you still have this sort of, like, conscience of... Yeah. Okay. Like, I... During the first lockdown, what, year 12, literally, something came over me to go and read my Bible. So from sixth form, that's when the transition started to change and I was actively trying to Mm. get deeper in my knowledge of God. But I wasn't living for him. Okay. But I would be reading the Bible, praying, Mm. doing my devotions, stuff like that. But I didn't actively have the conscious decision of I want to live for God. It's so different. Because you can read your Bible and pray, but when you have the heart Heart, conviction, it's like, damn, like this is a lifestyle. It's not just a read your bible and pray that's it like it's an actual thing a tangible thing yeah heart conviction was 22nd of may 2022 because someone came from tiktok and he just messaged me out of nowhere Mm. and he was like how am i how's my with god so i was like to be honest i'm kind of new to it (laughs) but um each day has its ups and downs type of thing yeah and then he was like do i go to church so i was like no I didn't go to church because my views back in secondary, anyone who knows me from school, I was very like anti-church. Like I was heavy on the false preachers and like the fear of that just made me not want to go to church. Mm. And then like a lot of the people who went to my school, like 
they would go to church but there were no different to me and how they lived wow. so to me it was kind of like why do i need to go the to church, church if you're the same as me like mm. but then that was the ignorance of me not having a mindset that we're all sinners and there's mm. love for all of us but back then it was like you're not living a life that makes me feel like yeah. i need to go to church and a side note from that then a question what would you say to someone who's watching who does it who is living for who says they have a relationship with god but doesn't go to church what would be your advice for that who doesn't <clears throat> who does have a relationship with god but doesn't go to church because maybe your church hurts or they're mm. like do you know what i mean not all churches are bad <laughs> and that's definitely something i've had to mature in my in my knowledge of god with like mm. church is important for like fellowship for that like community for like to even have others hold you accountable and to lift you up in scripture to hear the word of God from trusted pastors, like, mm. not every church is bad, so if you have been hurt by the church, then I'd say pray on it, and ask God to lead you to a church that yeah. is for you, because everyone can, anyone can say go to church, but I feel like a church has to be for you, yeah, like, it's true, what are, like, what they're preaching, does it align with what you believe, type of thing, or what the word of God or says, what the word of God says, because yeah. there's a lot of folk, that, there are false preachers out there, mm. But and I even heard like an analogy which was like, cool, in a relationship, like there's a husband and wife and like they're in a relationship, yeah, but imagine then the the wife or the husband, let's say the wife, she just says, oh, but I'll see you every now and again. Mm. Like, that's not how the relationship works. Like, yes, you're still married and yes, there's still that connection, but you can't just pop in and out of your marriage. Like, it's a continuous relationship and it's the same thing with God and like the church. Like, yes, you can have a relationship with God, but like, just dipping out of church, dipping in and out of church doesn't, like, the relationship can't get stronger. Yeah. So, whereas if a married couple are together, like, 24-7, or, like, much more than every now and again, then their relationship is obviously going to grow stronger. So, I think it's the same thing with church. Like, it's there to help build your relationship with God and it's, like, a continuous devotion to God. Um, so, yeah, don't let church hurt stop you from going to church. Find somewhere that is for you. Is for you. Um, anyways, back to testimony. So what was then the, after the, so you gave your life to God on the 22nd of May. Yeah. Where were you? What was that? What was that like? At least you just got out of an ungodly relationship. So for me, it was like. Not the ungodly relationship. And God told me to leave him type of thing. So Mm. even then when I wasn't living for him, he was still there protecting me. This is why I love him so much. Because when I was in the darkness, like. He literally came and he met me where I was at in the darkness. Just yeah. like despite him being holy, it's like mm. he will come and he will meet you where, where you're you are. At. Mm-hmm. And the parable of the lost son is like the I was once son. lost. Yeah. Yeah. I was once lost but now I'm found. Mm. I was once dead but now I'm alive. It's like mm. there's power in the blood and there's power in the name of Jesus. Like he literally came and got me from an ungodly relationship and he's <laughs> led me to where I am now. Yeah. And so, <laughs> digging into the uh, relationship, <laughs> what do you think it was that, like, kept you there? Like, the whole desire to have, like, a teenage fantasy. Yeah. And, like, that was my will to, like, yeah. be with that person. So it just proved, like, 
my will i never want to do my will again <laughs> it's dangerous when you do things your own way like you get yourself in such bad situations and we were saying this earlier like if you just stick to god's will for your life like things god has a perfect plan perfect like, not saying things don't go wrong along the way but if you stick to god's plan like for your life and you're obedient to everything he tells you to do things will go a lot more smoother i think like there's gonna be some hurdles yeah some hurdles but they can be overcome with Christ. Like, yeah. When you do things your own way, like even the Israelites, they wandered in the wilderness for 40 years. Yes. They didn't have, that didn't have to happen. <laughs> didn't happen. Didn't have to happen. Just listen to God, be obedient to what God's word says and you'll end up where you're meant to be and right. whoever it's meant to be with, wherever you're supposed to be, like you'll just naturally be in the right place at the right time and that relationship that you're idolizing, it will happen. <laughs> it's easier said than done, especially like when you want it right now and God's telling mm. you to wait, but you're like, mm. I don't want to wait. That's also a thing, because I feel like has maybe, I don't know whether guys struggle with it, but I'm going to say from a girl's perspective, like, you can just think, like, is this the best I'm going to get? Like, is there actually someone else out there for me? Do you know what I mean? And you you stay in that place, whether it's ungodly or not, and you're just like, oh, but like, God, I don't trust that there's someone else better for me, or I don't know my worth enough to actually get out of this, like, so yeah, I hear it. And then, so then, you were in an ungodly relationship, then... You left that relationship, right? Yeah, left the relationship. And then is that when your relationship with God started to... Yeah, because I... When was that? 2022? Beginning of 2022. Mm-hmm. Like, I already said I wanted to grow closer to God. Yeah. But it's like the whole idea of being unequally yoked. Like, mm-hmm. he was going in one direction, and I was trying to go in this direction. <laughs> the narrow path. Like, it was just never going to work. So, mm-hmm. what was your question? It wasn't a question, it was just like a <laughs> wet, like, so just after that, like, you after left that, the relationship, then what happened? Then, I can't even describe in words what happened, but it was just, like, heart conviction. That's, mm. that's how to describe it, heart conviction. Like, I just realised how I was living before, all the sin I was doing, mm. and it's like, I don't go to church, I'm listening to secular music, I was drinking, I was smoking. It's and were like, these things fulfilling you? No. Like, when you done it, did you feel like, oh... Temporary. It was, like, temporary yeah. fulfilment. But after you do it, it's like, why did I actually do that? You felt guilty as yeah. well. Yeah. So it's like, conviction was happening slowly but surely, but 22nd of May, it was like, boom. Were you at church or were you just at home? I was in my uni at home. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> why, like, I'm, I'm heavy on the Christ... Christ meets you where you're at. Like, Christ didn't find me in the church. Mm. Like, he found me in my in the four walls of my uni at home. Wow. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And so then from then, what what changed? What changed? I just... My mindset literally flipped. I was like, I'm living for God. No one can chat to me. Like, I literally just <laughs> isolated myself. Like, yeah. I wasn't even talking to my friends as much. Mm. Anyone who tried to chat to me, I was just like, don't speak to me. Because, like, you're just going to distract me. Distract you. Then I prayed whole summer to find a church in Birmingham. And then I asked Ayo, a friend from my course... If I, if I could go to her <laughs> church and then yeah just went to her church did bible studies with one of the student leaders there and mm. then i made a passing comment on my first visit there i was like oh like i want to get baptized <laughs> it was just a passing comment like yeah. in the future and then two months later after the bible mm. studies i got baptized i remember seeing a picture of your baptism like on iris <laughs> instagram and i was like oh wait i didn't know this girl was christian because um, i didn't even know you properly i was like oh i know that girl from my course like and i was just like oh wow we really are like <laughs> moving everywhere <laughs> no but it was so cool to see because no baptism 
those moments are beautiful when it's you're just like fuck like, <laughs> Jesus is Lord and like I don't want to not ever come off the narrow path mm. and it's like in November when I made that decision it's like it's deeper than just reading your bible or prayer which I thought would be enough before enough, yeah. it's like it's every day like dying to my flesh yeah. every day waking up praying declaring Jesus mm. I want to live for you today Holy exactly. Spirit, fill me up. I want to be more like Christ today. Mm. It's like every day you got to consci- consciously make that decision to make Jesus Lord. Yeah, because the spirit, the spirit, <laughs> the spirit and the flesh always constantly at fight against each other. And yeah, no, it's big. And then, so then, what would you say for, like, from from the day that you got baptized or the day that you got saved to like now? What's been one of the biggest things that God has taught you? Or that he is currently teaching you to know the God that I serve, like mm. personally, and to like fall in love with him before I think I can ever fall in love with a mere mortal. Like my relationship with God needs to be number one. Yeah. So this year, honestly, I said I'm staying single this year, but I'm gonna stay single <laughs> until God says, you know. Yeah. But honestly, just prioritizing him in my words, in prayer, mm-hmm. and trying out fellowship because i'm still new to like the whole idea of church like yeah i'm i'm still trying to navigate that with god i feel like when you don't grow up in it it's so like it's so different it's overwhelming it's overwhelming i can imagine like it's not something you're used to and yeah like even my friends who are not christian who have been to church like it's so much like all at once so yeah i guess when you grow up in it you're kind of just used to the phrases or the words or the the amount of people or whatever and it's just, yeah that's the thing like it doesn't make you like any less of a christian because it's something that you're still trying to figure out mm. like it's okay to be figuring things out you're constantly figuring things out so it's good that you're still trying to get yourself planted somewhere but furthermore church isn't a building like it's, it's, not. it's the body of christ it's the bride of christ yeah. so as much as like church in a building like i want to find the church that god tells me to go to but it's like stuff like when we did the bible study with them students mm. that's church like it's the communion and the community yeah. and the fellowship i was even having that conviction like um walking to church yes was it yesterday sunday yeah yesterday like i was thinking wait more time you just go to church because of like the social aspect not that it should be like i had to evaluate myself like am i going to church to serve god and to worship god or am i going to like see my friends or to see xyz like I just think church, yes, is about serving God and it's about, like, worshipping him, but it's also about being in community of other people who are similar to you. Like, that's the thing that brings you guys together, like, unites you, the church. And, yes, that can happen in the church building, but it can also happen in someone's living room, in someone's bedroom, in the park, in your lecture hall. Yeah. Like, it can happen anywhere. So don't limit God to just a church building. Like, the, Mia literally got saved in her bedroom. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's not limited to just that. And everyone's story is going to be different. 100%. And our testimonies are still ongoing. So, like, yeah. there's even so much which I haven't told you guys. But yeah. it's because, like, a testimony just can't be... It's not just one moment. Yeah, like, it's a whole range of different mm. things that have happened together. And it's just mushed. Yeah. But, yeah. It's true. It's big, though. Is there anything else that you want to add? Or... Give your life to Christ. <laughs> Honestly, like living Jesus. for the world is is not it, bro. Mm. Like 
everything in this life is going to perish. You know what it is? When you're in it, it feels so fun. But when you experience God to this whole another level, it's like, different, man. it doesn't compare. Like, it literally, it literally does not compare. Because in the moment, it feels so good. But then you experience the presence of God, and you're like, this is even better. <laughs> but it destroys you, because even now, I'm still, like, battling with, like, impure thoughts, for example. Mm. And it's like, if I didn't do that one thing, <laughs> would I really be here now? Oh, yeah. But then that's a part of your testimony. So... And God makes all things work together for our good. Yeah, that is called according to his purpose. But well done, man. All glory to God. All glory to God, literally. Um, How should we wrap it up? (laughs) Let me get a scripture. Bear with us, because, you know, we're not quick at this stuff. (laughs) I just wanted to say Matthew 6, 33. But seek first his... But seek first... I'm going to summarize it. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. Pursue God's, pursue the kingdom of God, do the Lord's work, honestly, mm. wholeheartedly. Like, yeah. not, not every day is easy. No. But once you have that desire in your heart to seek after God and to plant many seeds in, in hope that more people come to know Christ, it's like, once you make that your lifestyle, yeah, you haven't got the mentality of, I'm the one saving people because only Christ saves. But if you've got the mentality of if I can share my testimony or if I can share a Bible verse or pray Mm. for someone, you don't know what you're going to do literally in that person's life and seek after God's righteousness. Allow the Holy Spirit just to shape and mold you and become who God intended for you to be. That's the thing, because even you being nervous about sharing your testimony, like you're choosing to seek God's kingdom above your fear, above your anxiousness. Because you know that this can lead to other people's freedom. And so, it's, yeah, you're literally just living proof of that of that scripture. So You can't base faith, base faith off emotions. Oh, don't yeah, even get into That's it. a whole other video. <laughs> don't even, because guys, it's not about your feelings. I'm sorry. It's not. It's not. Your feelings don't matter. <laughs> they lie to you. I'm sorry. Feel your feelings, but they're not. <laughs> don't. <laughs> Anyways. Um, let me pray and then we'll end it. I'm going to pray for you as well, to summarise it. Um, Lord, I just thank you for like an amazing episode of um, hearing Mia's testimony, Father God. I thank you for just bringing her from once being lost, God, to now being found, Lord. Lord, you called her home and you're hugging her right now, God, and you're welcoming her into your family, God. Um, she is a child of the Most High God, um, and she has an inheritance of righteousness because of your son Jesus and for the freedom that he died for her to have father God so I just thank you for for that God and I thank you for your mercies over her life God I thank you for bringing her into freedom God I thank you for bringing her joy and peace and just taking her out of the darkness and bringing her into your light Jesus I just I just give you all the glory honestly because it's not for from our own works it's not from me as works God but it's for what you've done for her God and so Lord I pray for anyone watching this episode, Lord, who might be in the same boat that Mia was in, God, who's struggling with um, living for the world, but also living for you, God. Lord, I pray that you continue to convict their hearts, God. Continue to knock on their on the doors of their hearts and just bring them into the light, God. Amen. Um, Lord, it talks about seek and you will find, knock and the door will be open, ask and you will receive. Like, Lord, I just pray that they continue to ask for you to reveal yourself to them, God. They continue to knock on you on your door god and you will open the door god and i just pray that um you just reveal yourself to them reveal your presence to them god um 
pour your spirit into them god bring them back to your house god bring them back to your home god and i'll just sit there and like just be there with them let them just feel your warmth feel your presence god and everything that they do god um and yeah i just put them back into the hands of god where they belong um yeah in the name of jesus i pray amen 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 that's really a lesson what's a lesson like your will is <laughs> not the way. <laughs>